0: Yo, 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 this is Mr. Robinson with the slot, aka Boogie Mac BLE, and this is Keeping the Towel with Aunt Boogie. Tap in. Easy World, your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name, get used to the voice. And it's another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you for moving, rocking, and vibing with me. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on the road, but I'm out and about. And I still had to come and do something, you know, still had to put in some work somewhere and I still have to give you something. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't have my, I don't have my board with me, but you know how this go, man. Let's go ahead and put on our wraps. Go ahead, put on your gloves, get your mouthpiece in your mouth, make your way to the ring, get your last set of instructions, get to the center of the ring, touch gloves with life because the round has started. Let's get it. Here's what came to mind i was looking at this documentary <laughs> there we go again so i was peeping out this documentary and they had this former professional athlete on and use the acoustics y'all just excuse the acoustics but you may have hear a little bit of a reverb you may hear a little bit of an echo in the background but just work with me but anyway so i was looking at this Documentary when they was talking with these these former athletes and they was just talking about what it was like in their form in their days of their time in the pros and they had one athlete I'm not going to name their name Um, if I name them I think a lot of you will know exactly who I'm talking about however I was listening to this documentary and this athlete former pro athlete said it's crazy. I used to relish in going to the arena or the stadium and having throngs of people, thousands of people chant my name, cheer me on, high five me, ask for my autograph. There was not a day that I somebody wouldn't ask me for an autograph. And they were like, it was ridiculous because when they were in high school, some people knew about them, college they were still known about, but not all over the world yet all over the nation but they would get a little bit of privies to things that the normal person wouldn't get so they said it was crazy when they knew they were asked the question how did you know and when did you figure out like man now you're quote unquote famous and he said he said i didn't know when i was famous until when i went to a five star restaurant went ahead. I'm in line, ready to get seated. And they said, No, 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 they called me ahead of everybody. Here it is. I got me, some people, my family, my crew, and we just went ahead of everybody. And they sat us down. We just walked in. Mind you, other people had reservations. People were there before us. It was crazy. And they ordered whatever they want. Sometimes the restaurant would say, Hey, look, it's on us getting a chance to meet the manager, the chefs, all this stuff. Cool. The only thing they wanted in return was just pictures. No problem. Now, the crazy thing was that when they were done, they said the same restaurant I went to, six months, four to six months later, I went back in. Had a few people say, hey, what's up? What's going on? They said one thing that they noticed was different. They were not called directly to the front to come and get seated right away. No, they had to wait. All right. And they said, yeah, it's been like a year or some change before I went back. And then, here it was, I realized that something was different. I realized that no one even acknowledged me. No one said, what's up? Nothing. The same owner who took pictures with me waved his hand and said, good to see you again. Some people who I saw there at the same restaurant didn't even come to me and said, what's up? Like they used to. Nope, didn't get none of that. And that's when they said, that's when I realized I started to become invisible and I was like wow they said it when they were on top of the world they they felt invincible they felt invincible it was simple they can go and do anything they can do a lot of stuff they can go places they didn't have to wait in line they didn't even know what that felt like they didn't even know what it was like to go ahead and stay 10-15 minutes with everybody no their 10-15 minutes went hold up we're getting a table for you while people were waiting 10-15 minutes to get in certain spaces A lot of you have to face this, and a lot of you are facing this right now. The difference between invincibility versus invisibility. How many of you have been there before? How many of you feel like that at times? You feel invincible. Let's talk on that for a moment. Invincible. So, y'all, let's go ahead and see what that means. Incapable of being conquered, defeated, or subdued. Insurmountable. Now, some people look at that like, ah, when you hear someone say of great power. They feel like they're invincible. Nobody can touch them. And this is what a lot of people who are quote unquote famous, they can easily tell you that oftentimes. Like, yo, I felt invincible. Like if anybody said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do blah to you. Ain't going to do anything because they got bodyguards or something. They can go ahead and start some beef with somebody and that person comes back at them. They're going to be met with two, three, four more people before they get to that person. That person feels invincible. Some people feel invincible when they can go ahead and they are in a certain space of power. And they can say and do whatever they want because they know the the other person can't do nothing to them. Quote, unquote, as a bully. Bully does that. They feel they're invincible because no one will stand up to them. But when somebody stands up to the bully, knocks the bully out, then they realize, like, nah, you ain't what you are anymore, because all it takes is one. After one and then after another person knocks out the bully, then guess what? That bully lost all his streets credit. Nobody even worries about that bully no more, because like, I-, I dare you to come up to me, now I'll take you on. You ain't what you thought you were. So the same thing that you have with people who are in the space of power they feel they're invincible they can go ahead and say whatever they want to particularly those who are employers they can say whatever they want if they are a manager ceo the owner of a company they can say what they want to somebody guess what nobody's going to come back at them or say much because they're invincible and we see that all the time. We hear that so many times, right? When we hear a former employee start blowing the whistle like, yeah, when I was working here, this place was toxic and this is what you had to deal with. And this is what you had to hear all the time. You had to deal with someone telling you to do this. And if you don't do that, they're threatening you with your job. That person felt invincible. What made it even more is that the employees didn't want to say anything. They didn't want to blow the whistle because why? They didn't want to lose their job. And if it was a good paying job they definitely didn't want to do that they just had to go along with status quo and just had to go along and be the company man or woman so that invincibility a lot of you deal with that too a lot of you are experiencing that where i feel like no one could tell you anything no one could touch you you're insurmountable no problems can touch you no problems could even dampen you because you're just raw but here's the thing y'all with that invincibility comes a big ego that three letter word your ego takes the best of you you feel you're better than anybody else you feel you no one is is on your level no matter what it is whether you are in a space of you have a better job you have a, a a job that has a status you have a bigger income than somebody you live in a different neighborhood than somebody you are driving a dope car to somebody you just have letters next to your name you go ahead and you put it you, whatever it is phd doctor all these different letters and numbers next to your name now here it is you feel you are better than somebody you're invincible but egos being driven more by this invincibility. However, you feel invincible. How do you treat others? You worked your way up. You are now manager. You're now program manager. You're now project manager. You're now, you're now supervisor. How did you treat people on your way there? How did you treat people while you were there? Because as we know, as it says, a hearty spirit doesn't last too long. Pride comes before the fall. So when you have that person who now falls from grace, as you hear the term, they take that fall from grace and then here it is now, they start to go down the ladder. The same people that they used to step on. The same people they used to push aside. The same people that they will bully. The same people that they will go ahead and treat them that they were less than and let people know that I make more money than you. I make I make six figures like I heard some lady said one time when I was at a store checking out one time. The the cashier just rang up something and I don't know if it was a discrepancy in the, in the ringing up or if it was something that the lady disagreed with All she just popped out saying, I make six figures that has nothing to do with this situation. Now we heard a lot of people say that. We heard a lot of people say that in the Great Recession, right? Remember that? A lot of people was quick to go and brag about how much money they made and then that humbled a lot of people. Another time when people got humbled was during the pandemic. A lot of people had this, I'm better than you. I'm greater than you. You can't stop me. You're not even up to my level. Then what did be here? The pandemic changed their life, changed their finances. And now those same people that you stepped on, as we hear the old adage, Be careful who you crap on, who you step on, and who you treat wrong on your way up because those same people you see on your way down. Now on your way down, you saw those people. And now you're at at that bottom rung of the ladder. Then you become the other part. You become invisible. Remember what I said to you earlier? The bully who went around bullying certain people, coming up to them, And saying and doing whatever because they knew that person or persons couldn't do anything back to them But all it took was one to go and knock them out. All it took was another one to knock them out and then Immediately street cred was gone. Their credibility doesn't mean anything anymore. And then that bully is still wanting to relive their glory days They're invisible people don't even pay attention to them While they still puffing up their chest and trying to get loud. It's like man shut up and just sit down so now you became this invisible person. I was looking at a a video one time and they had this gentleman, oh man, I forgot his name. But he was he was just, oh, rock me, man, rock me. He was talking about that. He was going into business, I believe he was in music, and he started doing well. He was in music business and he was doing very well. And he grew, 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 grew. And he grew up poor and he asked his mother, he said, Mom, what is it that you would like? She said, oh, nothing. And he brought his mom a car, brought his mama home. Did everything for her. Great, 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 great. And then he was making one bad decision after another. One life bad decision after another. He was, he was drinking it up, drugging. He's don't taking copious amount of drugs and all that good stuff. Party with the best of them. And he had some business partners who were saying, hey, look, man, things are not looking good in the business. And he ignored it. He, felt, he said it. I felt invincible. Nobody could stop me. He told people that. He would stand on chairs and say, I'm invincible. And he loved it. And then his wife left him. Because he was doing some wrong things. Then the business started going out of bounds. And partners started leaving him. People was like, yo, you're too reckless. And he still felt he was invincible. And then here it came. He had his dad. His dad gave him a i think it was a belt or something he gave that gave him a, a some some type of artifact when he was small and he kept on to that and his dad left left the family and then years later years decades later his dad resurfaced in his life and said hey i would like to just sit and talk with you now this guy was on top of the world at the time he said no F you and blah, blah, blah. He just went off on homeboys. Like, nah, you now coming back and everything and blah, 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 blah. And he said, get the F out my life. I don't need you. You blankety, blank, blank, blank and blah, blah, blah. I'm better than you. I'm better off without you. Can't you just see it? I'm living in this nice home and I got homes all over the world. I'm driving cars you never could think of. He says, son, listen, I just want to talk with you, but he didn't. So the son kicked his dad out. So as I said, the business was going down the drain, but he had to make it look like he was still on top of the world. Then finally, he had to file for bankruptcy. He lost everything. He was living in a car. He lived in his car while he was still trying to get the business back. Then he said, I understood I was no longer invincible when I had to go to my mother and say, mom, you're going to have to leave the house. And you're gonna have to give up the car and he said his mother was so cool with it She said okay said, the only thing I care about was that your safety I only care about your safety because that's what I saw was so messed up and jacked up about you it was your safety not not just your physical safety but your spiritual and your mental safety is not good He said he broke down when he went home because he just left from telling his mom she had to leave the house that he promised he was going to buy her when he was younger. So, after all this was said and done, he had to rebuild himself. But then here's the thing. He did not even get back to the status of what he thought he was going to get back to. He had to now come into a whole different spiritual awakening. That the gentleman now, he said he's made more money than he could ever think of in his life. He still makes money now. Makes very, very good money. But he said this was not the important thing. He said the crazy thing was, same thing as I gave to you the story earlier, same thing happened with him. He said the people that he used to go ahead and party and hang out with and everything, he was now invincible to them. He could not even call them. They didn't even call him. They didn't even care if he was alive. They didn't even know if he was alive. He said there was one time that he was out there that somebody saw him. They said, whoa, you're alive? He became now invisible. Nobody saw him like that. And it was such a great story that this gentleman was talking about. Should I cannot remember his name, but I'm going to remember it. But once I remember it, I'll get it to you. But this gentleman was just on point with what he was saying. It was so gut-wrenching. It was not gut-wrenching in a bad way, but just, man, it tugged the heartstrings for me. Because it's like, wow, to hear that he came from invincibility to now invisibility that people are barely seeing them. So invisible, not visible, not perceptible by the eye, withdrawn from or out of sight, hidden, not perceptible or discernible by the mind, not ordinarily found in financial statements or reflected in statistics or a listing, invisible, not visible, not perceptible by the eyes, withdrawn from or out of sight, hidden, not perceptible or discernible by the mind. And a lot of you feel like you're invisible. Nobody's seeing you. You're doing the best you can. You're doing all that you can to take care of family. Nobody's seeing you. Nobody's giving you that pat on the back. You see, this is what we live in now. We live in the space, y'all, that if people don't like pictures, if people don't comment on pictures, if you don't have enough views, you are invisible. You feel invisible to the world. Go back to the days when you were invincible. What were you like? How did you treat people? How did you act? So now you're at this other stage. You're an invisible. Nobody hears you. Nobody hears you in your own home. Nobody hears you on the job. Nobody sees you on the job feeling. Like nobody even sees you in your own home. Like, man, I know I'm here. I know I'm here. I, I, I walked in the house. My key came in the door. I'm on the couch. I'm sitting here. And it's like, your spouse your your loved one whoever your boo your some of you you got your kids they walk in the house and basically brace past you sometimes you'll get a hi or hey i hate that hey hey and it just seemed like you're like an art piece <laughs> in the house like an art piece you just there invincibility invisibility how many of you right now feel invincible how are you treating people in your invincibility your invisibility. How does it feel now? How does it feel that no- it feel like nobody noticed you? It feels like you're not even heard. What are you doing in your time of invisibility? Remember what it said, you're hidden. Some of you have been feeling invisible all your life. You couldn't be heard by your family. You couldn't be heard by friends. Nobody was listening to you you're like, oh, that's just her. Oh, that's just him. Don't, don't mind them. Like they don't like you don't matter like you're insignificant and I'm telling you you matter because not because you need them to make you matter. The thing is that a lot of you are trying to make other people make you matter. You want the eyes of others to make you feel like you are visible. So many other people and I'm not talking about like the immediate people in your life. I'm talking about you want other people in the world to know you so you feel visible. So you feel So you feel like you are important. So you feel like you are significant, but you've been significant a long time ago and you didn't even know it. People can do something stupid and say some stupid things and they feel like they're significant, but you're more than that. You are way more than that. So I say to you who are in your invincible streak, when you get in those win streaks, right? You catching one W after another and it's like, yep, I am on top of the world. Be careful how you are treating people. Be careful how you are treating the janitor. Be careful how you treat the waiter and the waitresses. Be careful how you treat the person who's carrying out the trash. Be careful how you treat them. And those of you who are invisible, those of you who are cleaning the floors of a business, those of you who, who are mopping and sweeping, those of you who cleaning the toilets, those of you who are putting chairs together, those of you who are putting a stage together, those of you who are doing things that people consider to be, quote unquote, less important because they don't look at you as you don't mean anything. You know that you mean something. You mean something. When you go home, you go to your family, you mean something because you left and you came back home safely. You mean something. You always mean something. Don't worry about if somebody's going to notice you or not. But I want to know, do you notice who you are on the inside? Because if you feel invisible to your own self, we got a problem. There's a major problem. Houston, we got a problem that you look yourself in the mirror and you don't even know who you are. We got some things to deal with. So, to my invincible people, enjoy your ring streak enjoy i'm all for you with winning please dear god win but be careful pride come before the fall and my invisible people i say to you you still matter however be careful with the tactics and the strategies you're going to use or the desperation moves you're going to make in order to be seen by the world all right Yo, y'all, thanks a lot for moving and vibing with me. As always, it's a blessing to have you in the mix. And ladies and gentlemen, this round is over. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I apologize for any acoustical issues or any acoustical differences you hear. Your boy is traveling, so he gotta be heard some way, somehow. (laughs) And no, I don't feel invisible to nobody. I'm not worried about that. I don't feel invincible anyway. I'm cool. I'm in. I'm good. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out the website, IKeptMyTowel.com. Well, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears, but whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I'm out of here. Peace.